Hi, this is Adriana Rodokovic, and you're listening to The Conscious Podcast. Welcome to The Conscious Pod. My name is Carlos Cerullo, and this is your place to cultivate wisdom, awareness, life insights to raise your being and become more conscious in your daily life. Hey Conscious Fam, welcome to episode 32 of The Conscious Podcast. Thank you for choosing to take time out of your day to tune into this conscious conversation with me. It means so much. On this episode, I shared a conversation with the amazing and inspiring soul, Adriana Andelkovic. Adriana is a healer, intuitive reader, business coach, speaker, event facilitator, and all-round life lover. We dive deep into topics including Adriana's experiences in life, such as having a parent pass away, her self-healing journey, running a successful fashion business, and then closing that to follow her passions, following your light, aligning with your true calling, leading by example, how to balance life, being intuitive, going through the waves in life, and so much more. Adriana's energy was amazing. There was so much authenticity, vulnerability, and value in this raw conversation. So many powerful points too. If you do love this and resonate, please share it with those you love. I really enjoyed this and I hope you do too. Adriana, how are you, lovely? Hello, I'm fabulous. How are you? That is such a good answer. (laughs) I'm so good. What have you been up to today? I have honestly been a little bit hungover, but... Mm -hmm. I love the honesty. Balance, right? And um, other than that, some meditating, journaling, coffee. It's been beautiful. (laughs) That is so good. Like, I've had people come on that are like, should I say that I'm hungover? And I'm like... Just be you. You just all right. gotta be real, right? That's it's, what it's I'm all sure about. a lot of people are coming off a hangover today. <laughs> it's a public holiday, guys. Was, just in case you was, don't know, it's Cup Eve. You're probably not going to hear this for another two weeks, but it's Cup Eve. Yeah. And look, we're sitting in a great scenery. We're at Urban Produce, one of my faves. Great coffee, great food. So shout out. It's absolutely beautiful. It is. We're in the courtyard where no one, no one's around. So perfect location for a podcast. Um, what are you most excited about in life right now? Oh, I love this question. Okay, I would have to say, apart from everything, because I'm probably <laughs> one of the most excitable people you will ever meet, <laughs> um, it would have to be um, my new business venture, Like, and that it's more than just starting a business for me. It's contribution and raising this awareness, you know, and expanding my light to others. And I am pumped and I think about it in my sleep. So I'm very excited. Ooh, can't wait to dig into all that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's to come. So for um, the listeners that don't know you, like myself, I still don't know you. Yes. (laughs) Um, We actually met yesterday. Um, That's correct. Yeah, yesterday. That's pretty crazy, yeah. We met on Instagram. We're trying to figure out how it actually happened. We probably should go back and have a look. but. Uh, we aligned the universe, whoever it is up there aligned us straight away. It was like, Oh my God, I know this person. And it was like, yes, we're catching up when I'm in Melbourne. And we did. It was amazing. But for myself and those that don't know you, yeah. can you give us a wrap up of your life from start? 
till now. Yeah, and what you're doing now. Oh, so I guess there's all those you know normal bits, school and all those um, massive challenges. Um, I went through a lot in high school when I was 18. I actually uh, lost my dad to cancer, so it's a huge shift in your life. You can never prepare for something that enormous, and no one should ever have to. Um, the recovery process from that is huge, which I will touch on a little bit more um, later as well, and that that healing journey for me. Um, so I finished high school. I I moved into uni. I studied fashion. It was incredible. Um, I worked really hard, but I was sick all the time. So I suffered from chronic fatigue. Um, very common. Yes, yep. very common, especially after trauma. Um, I was yes yeah, sick all the time, exhausted all the time. I felt I was a different person, essentially. I feel like I slept for about two years. Nonetheless, I studied and I worked really hard at it. And then I, you know, like any normal 21-year-old does, I was up one night and I thought, I'm going to start a business, right? So Why not? Yeah. <laughs> why not? <laughs> so I thought, okay, I'm studying fashion. I, I'm not interested in like the big designer uh, thing, Let's try something different. There was a gap in children's wear at the time. I loved business. I loved fashion. Let's do it. Children's so fashion. It's fashion. Let's go, <laughs> right? Um, so I was, yeah, about 21 and I I started sewing bibs in my grandma's garage. <laughs> cool. And I would do it before and after my reception job. And um, I would just work at it and work at it and sew and sew and sew until I figured out what, how to do it mm-hmm. and then how to sell it. People started buying my stuff. I was like, what the hell? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> and I literally, every time someone bought something, I wanted to be like, are you sure you want that? <laughs> like, are you sure? Um, and then I started believing in myself finally, which was amazing. Um, and that changed everything. That changed the game for me. It was probably a year into business and I... I took a moment and my brand was called Mickey Rose and I thought, wow, I've started a brand. And I looked around and I was surrounded by piles of fabric and garments and stores contacting me and orders. And I thought, I'm doing this. Like, we're doing this. Let's go. Um, I got a manufacturer in Melbourne who was just incredible. Um, I had a little team on board. I restructured how I did everything. I realized I wanted it to be sustainable, ethical, uh, and all organic. So I changed the whole business model. I researched the hell out of the fashion industry and consumerism and the effect it has. Oh, gosh. I should go on and on and on about that part of the business. It was incredible. Um, It was scary because it meant that I realized how much I needed to become that change. Um, but I just had to do it. Something in me was burning and taking over. So I did it. Um, by about two years in, the brand was um, stocked globally, which was incredible, around Australia. And we were selling online. I'd built an online platform, which allowed me to share the message and the greater message, not just about my brand, but about what we do in fashion, how we can make a conscious decision every single day to shop better, to shop wiser. I started doing interviews. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. And people were contacting me saying, I shop totally different because of you. I, I look at things totally different now. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is working. Um, I buy less t-shirts. If I have a white t-shirt at home, I don't buy another white t-shirt anymore. I buy quality over quantity now. So that was a really incredible movement to watch happen. Uh, 
moving to like four years into the business, which was actually only at the start of this year, I actually decided to close it. It didn't feel aligned with me anymore. Selling product didn't feel aligned with me anymore. Uh, It took months of deliberation and I thought, okay, if I stood right here and asked, what is my absolute truth? What would make me feel the most aligned? What would I do? close the business, start something else. I was like, oh my gosh, what if it was that simple to change? What if we could all feel like, okay, this doesn't align with me. This isn't lightness anymore and move on. What if it was that simple? And it was. I closed the business. Um, it was sad. I will not pretend it was not sad. <laughs> I cried a lot. It was your baby. Yeah, yep. exactly. Um, but then, yeah, I I sold it and uh, I sold everything. I didn't sell the business. I sold all the stock. I Because, again, it was my baby. Um, and then from there, I needed to be. I just was. I just let myself be for a little while. I was still, I healed. I got a lot of help and assistance from people around me, um, even professionals and mentors and coaches. I actually found two incredible coaches, went on a retreat in Bali. They pulled me apart and then I got home and had to put myself back together again. (laughs) Um, And that kind of led me to realizing I wanted to be in service-based business. Um, So started dabbling in that. And now today, here I am with incredible people like you every day, um, living my absolute passion and purpose. So in a nutshell, that's my life. (laughs) (laughs) Wild. Uh, Definitely wild, but so enjoyable. Um, One thing that is is just standing out to me is, is that impactful moment was... A lot of things, obviously, but the standout for me was the question that you asked yourself was, because look, if you look from the outside, you had a successful business. Everything was going well. Yeah. You were succeeding in business, in, in your, your brand, and it was still ethical. It still had you, it aligned with your ethos of, of impacting the world in a positive way. But then the question came up was, does this, what I'm doing day to day align with me? Where did you get that from? Was it just an internal thought of I'm not fulfilled? It was this feeling of still waking up tired. Okay. You know, going to sleep and not being able to fall asleep, waking up and being tired, not living every moment to my absolute joy. And to me, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. That's not. It shouldn't be okay for anybody. Why do we why do we allow that and succumb to that? Um and the question was internal. It was a very internal thing. It almost just I'm a very intuition-based person and it almost just when I allowed myself to be still and quiet, it came. And I was like, that's the question. That's what I follow. What does it feel like though? And this is what I teach a lot of people now. Your body responds to everything before your mind. When you allow yourself to think, I want to close my business, I want to leave my job, I want to change careers, whatever it is, what does your body do? Do your shoulders open up? Does your chest relax you know do your eyelids change they're the things our body knows before us and that's what i started to pay attention to and that's what i urge people to think about as well Mm. Mm. it's only been 10 minutes but that's very powerful (laughs) (laughs) my laugh's gonna take over yeah (laughs) that is so cool and um so, so what inspired you to be more impactful on the world like having that ethos of this is this going to positively affect the world with being ethical and all that types of stuff? It's so funny you ask that. I have 
had this thing in me since a child that my parents were like, who is this girl? You know, when we had a drought um, in Australia, if people remember, um, I was the kid that sat with my egg timer at everyone's bathroom door and knocked on the door when it got to like whatever it was back then, two minutes or whatever it is and said, okay, you're up, it's done, let's go. Um, and I was the kid that was like, don't throw that out. Like, what if we could do something else with it? Don't throw out your plastic bags. I was a kid. Mm. And I was that person. I became vegetarian when I was about 15. Started being interested at about 14. And my parents were like, how did you hear about this? And I said to them, I, I researched it. I heard about the global impact cows have. Do you know this? I said, everyone sit down. I've written notes and I sat them down and they all said, Adriana, we don't really care. Like, we respect that you care, but we're going to go eat dinner now. <laughs> we're going to eat a steak. Right. No, seriously. Yeah, yeah, no, I've had the same, same experience. Don't worry. And I thought, that's okay. You know what? And at 15, at 15 I thought, that's okay. I'm going to go do it. Whoever wants to lead, uh, I will lead by example. Yeah. Whoever also wants to do it, fantastic. And I think... That's where it all started for me. And then it grew and grew. It grew business. Okay, I realized, okay, in my business, I'm impacting these people to shop better. I'm impacting these people to waste less. I'm impacting these people to think about the slavery that goes into our clothes. Oh my gosh. Like when I learned about that, that still happens and it is not okay when I could mm-hmm. share that. Um, the water that goes into a t-shirt, you know? Um, and I realized that I could share a message whether it was to 10 people, but why not a thousand people? Why not my whole Instagram? Why not on a stage? And then I realized that I was sharing awareness through my business and I thought, okay, this is interesting. How can I share my awareness and my healing on a global scale? If I can mm-hmm. share it in fashion, why can't I share that? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that kind of, I guess it all just leads and leads and leads. <laughs> and what are you doing now? What are you working on now? What am I not working on now? Nah. <laughs> so, in a nutshell, so um, we have a family business, which I own with my brother and my sister. They're incredible. Totally different industry. It's construction. It's incredible. And we're really, um, I don't really like the word lucky. I don't believe anybody's lucky. We're really fortunate and we've made the most of the fact that we've been mm-hmm. given this. Um, so, I work a little bit on that. And outside of that, I have just started actually healing, coaching and speaking. So, the healing side of things um, came to me really naturally when I closed Mickey Rose. Um, I realized that there was something I could do, but I didn't quite understand what it was yet. And I thought, okay, how can I sit with somebody and release their limitations and blockages in a 60-minute session without coaching them? Because I wanted to coach them too. I knew that. But I also wanted something that was different. Through that, I realized that it was through guide. And for me, it was intuitive reading. So now I've stepped into that space, which has been really, really interesting and really absolutely beautiful. The coaching space, which is more for businesses and startups. I've done it. I've done it in the fashion industry. We're doing it in the construction industry. Now I'm doing it in the service industry. My gosh, I have so much to share and I just want to share it. (laughs) Um, And then the speaking side of things, which is really just beginning, um, facilitating an event in Bali next year, um, doing some other cool facilities facilitating events, speaking, sharing my journey with more people. Yeah, broader, broader, broader community. Amazing. 
And we spoke about this yesterday, and I do want to mention it today, is that for anyone coming into this, and I know I get it a lot too, it's like, you work in construction, you're an entrepreneur, you're this healer, coach, hippie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With crystals and all this, what? how do you find balance in that? Is it okay to do all these things? I think that's the beauty of life, and I think that's where I was... I was going wrong. I say we, other people, da 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 but the bottom line is that that's where I was going wrong and what I want to show by example again, that we don't need to be one thing. For example, you know, this morning I meditated, I journaled, I did all these things, but last night I was out, you know, <laughs> till four in the morning. That's the beauty of life. We're allowed to be both and we're allowed <laughs> wholeheartedly be both with balance of course and be a good person but you're allowed to be in construction and then a healer who's to say otherwise i know um some people i got some backlash even while i was running my fashion label oh my gosh why are you wearing that brand in like my lives and stuff and i'd say actually um this was like a a, my friend's uh, bag of stuff she was throwing away and before she gave it to like the salvos or whatever um she she was like do you want to have a look through it and I was like oh sure I need t-shirts like that and it was just gonna go to waste anyway um and you can there is ways to be both uh, as long as you're doing it in alignment with yourself and it feels light I use that word a lot light to you so when I go into something I ask it does this feel lightness to me you know does working in the business with my brother right now feel light to me Yes, it feels Mm -hmm. beautiful. It is a legacy from my dad. Uh, All of those things. Uh, Does going out last night feel great to me? Yes. Does meditating? Yes. Does working in service? Yes. Okay, cool. Do you feel heavy? You're gone. You're out. If we can start looking at our life like that, there is no right and wrong. You know, what feels feels light to us? Yeah. Intuitively, you'll, you'll... Self will give you the answers. Yes, your eyelids will give you the answers. (laughs) No, your body will always give you the answer. And when something's weighing you down and making you really tired, maybe just step back from that and really just almost visualize yourself stepping back into the space and taking that breath and before you re-enter that again. Sometimes it's just perspective shifts, but sometimes it's totally removing ourselves because it doesn't feel good anymore. And I think that's how we can be both. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... Would you say it's more about just intuitively listening and not so much worrying about balance? It's funny you say that. I've been thinking a lot about this one too lately for myself. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it is more intuitive. Yeah, totally. Because it's different for everybody. And that's what I... In, our, in my sessions with people, that's what I'm trying to guide them towards. You know, what is your personal limitation? What is your personal blockage? What happened to you when you were a child that created this? Because at the end of the day, that's where our habits and patterns came from. So if I look at what happened to me, I know there were some things in my early childhood. They created these patterns in me. So my perception on the world, my intuitive intuition is totally different to somebody else so how do we get people listening to that intuition that i call it our first voice you know properly listening to the first voice which is really just your gut instinct intuition whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. yeah amazing and it's 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 one thing that i was curious to know the answer because for even for myself when i get asked it's 
I, I always explain it like there's certain situations in life where you're not, if you're looking for a balance of, you know, 50%, 50%, it's not going to happen. Like something's going to happen, maybe your health, and you have to focus on that more. Yeah. I think of it more of a juggle, like just what fills that circle and is that circle good for you at that time? Great. And if it's not, and if it's, again, overbalanced or you seem like you're not being able to juggle one thing, then you intuitively will know, hey, I need to focus on this. And at times of... Exactly right. Times of my life... I need to rest. Yeah. Yeah. I need to go out and party. I need to rest. At times of my life, I'm like, I do need a two-hour nap. Yep. And I used to think that was a laziness. You know, a little bit, I'm still working through that one. It's like, no, that one is rest. This is play. It's not 50-50 rest and play. It's okay. This week, my body is really inward. I'm feeling really introverted this week and next week I just want to have all the coffee catch-ups and listening and trust me I am still working with this but what I have learned since allowing it allowing my body to guide me oh wow the the energy on the other side and the like invigoration in your life is incredible amazing would you say you're living your purpose I think I'm stepping in to my purpose um, which is re- really powerful when you step in and you think, wow, this is what was on the other side. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of self-healing to do before that, which I've been doing really deeply for the last 12 months, especially in the last few months. Um, but my purpose is truly to serve others. It's to be of contribution to myself mm-hmm. And then to others, um, and to and to share my healing experience and how we can self heal, mm-hmm. um, and that is my purpose. And how do you live that best life every day? And that's what I'm stepping into in the coaching field as well. So yes, stepping into my purpose for sure. Amazing. What is success to you? Oh, especially someone that came from a different industry. Stepping into something that's a bit more unknown, un- very under the surface at the moment. It's still quite new to a lot of people. Um, how do you see success and what, like, what is success to you yes. in life? Um, success, I was asked this once before, success is ever-changing, ever-changing. What success is to you in one moment won't be success to you in the next moment. And that's beautiful. What we need to, I think, truly what success is is what I said before, and I'll probably say it a million more times, (laughs) feeling good in yourself day to day, feeling lightness, feeling ease, feeling in flow with your life and your purpose, that is success. I've had money. I've had, you know, holidays. I've had all these things before. But when I step into that that truth, if you will, you know, call it that, um, that is success. Even if that truth is being... I don't, I don't know, a, 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 whatever it is, a stay-at-home mum, a lawyer, an entrepreneur, an owner of one business, an owner of two that failed and one that worked, whatever it is, if you get there and you're like, wow, this feels good, you succeeded. Mm-hmm. If you get there and you think this doesn't feel so good and I'm going to walk away, that is success too. It took me a long time to realize I succeeded in my last business because of the mere fact that I walked away when it no longer served me you know I walked away from my last beautiful relationship because it no longer served me and that word has really shown up a lot in my life that is success does it serve me yes no okay am I succeeding let's go 
Wow. Because most people would be like, you're crazy. Why are you leaving this? It's global. You're making money. Your relationship, it looks perfect. Why are you leaving this? Yeah, I've been called crazy a lot in my life. Yeah. And it's, it's great. I'm like, cool, keep it coming, guys. <laughs> that might be a good sign. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're on the right path. Yeah. Keep calling me crazy. Uh, what is the worst thing that's ever happened to you? And how is that the best thing that has ever happened to you? This one's easy and really hard at the same yeah. time. <laughs> um, it took me a really long time. And this is the, not a lot gives me that feeling, but this took me a long time to get to peace with. So my dad was really sick for a really long time and we lost him seven years ago now. So pff, it never really gets better. <laughs> it gets different. So for anyone else experiencing this, I promise you it gets easier it doesn't get better as such it gets easier mm-hmm. uh, and I stress that to everyone that's lost a parent I always contact them and I said believe me you know the first two years are hell but it gets better um I think that was by far you you can't measure a lot to loss you know um the confusion you feel you think about what was the last thing we spoke about why did he leave so early you know, in my case, my dad was 47. He was stepping into his successful business. He had started thinking of new ventures. He had a whole lifetime ahead of him. Why, why, why? You know, and I'm not a, I'm not really a why asker. I don't think there's power in the word why, you know. Um, and it took me a long time to realize, okay, what did I get from this? I'm an extremely positive or opportunistic person maybe. Um, and then I looked at it and I thought, I have given, been given a gift that people search for a, a lifetime to find. The gift of understanding how beautiful life is. And I was given that gift so young. Mm-hmm. And if losing him meant I got this, that's terrible because I want him here. But man, I have shit to do now because he didn't get to do it. And he so badly wanted to. He thought I was crazy. He was my biggest fan. But the amount of times he said to my brother... I don't know about that girl. Is she all right? <laughs> She's a bit, you know, tried to be like, man, I got this from you, but that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely I see I'm at peace with his loss and I'm at peace that his time was truly up with us. Uh, he had done what he needed to do here. Um, he left a beautiful legacy with us um, and he was just amazing. He was challenged and he had a lot of things to work on, but I thought, cool, how do now I flip this and help the greater support, I should say, support the greater community and the greater good of the world um, to, to, that, to help show what he was so badly digging for in his life. Um, there's something special in that. Yeah. yeah. Such a beautiful story too and perspective Yeah. on everything. And again, I can't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I can only. I've, I've look. We had um, Joe Marie, uh, Joe Kathleen Marie on the um, Joe Marie Kathleen on the podcast, and um, a similar thing of losing her mum. And everyone's again, everyone's experience is going to be different with death, with anything that happens, and that's that perspective that it's like, wow, like you've you've gotten to that point, and yeah. this again another reason why I would love to have you on, and why I've got you on. Yeah. Is because of that perspective and what you where you can get to, and again, it's not. I'm pure. I'm happy that it, no, it's no. it's like you. Uh, it was you said. It doesn't get better. 
it gets easier exactly. to understand. You understand yeah. and accept. I'm at peace with it. Exactly at right. Peace. Exactly yes. right. Beautiful. What's the best advice you've ever been given? <laughs> so much. I have done so much personal development work. I've worked with even, you know, I had, uh, gosh, I've worked with professionals in like professional helps, a psychologist. I've worked with counselors. I've worked with mentors, coaches, you know, all these. Uh, gone to see Tony Robbins. <laughs> like I've been given a plethora of advice. Um, one thing that really stuck with me and it's actually tattooed on my ankle is a tiny wave. And to me it means, so what a lot of people do, I think especially people who have experienced trauma or who are quite spiritual or just a lot of people in our, in our space and in our world, they go straight to acceptance. So they go from this bad thing happening and they go to acceptance and you don't do that work in the middle, which is feeling it, mm-hmm. you know, feeling it, sitting in it, leaning into it. I was always of the belief that, and I, I searched for this for a long time, can you feel true things in one day? Today, here, can I be sad about something that's happened? Maybe last night, maybe this morning, maybe something I'm nervous about, but be really, really happy and grateful and excited that I get to be on my first podcast. <laughs> yes, of course I can. And to me, that represents the waves, the ebb, the flow, the good, the bad. That just because I used to feel like, okay, so I woke up tired um, and I had a nightmare. So, okay, my day is bad now. And now I'm just sad all day. Mm-hmm. No. Okay, how about if I looked at it as waves? And I would go through what I called my tsunamis, you know. I would have days and I would call them really like relapsing of days of being in bed at a time where I couldn't sleep, where I was crippled by anxiety and nightmares and flashbacks. And they would go and I would feel so excited and happy. So I thought I could only be one or the other. I thought of this concept of the wave and it was that notion of, okay, this morning I felt a little bit sick. I felt a little bit frustrated. Then I felt excited. And that is the waves. And after this, I'll be so, so happy. And then I might get a phone call and that might make me feel hmm, uncomfortable. But then I'll be, you know, in flow again. It's waves. Not anything is permanent. And that's what the tattoo um, really represents for me. And I think powerful advice. Yeah, especially for someone um, of where I came from. Yeah. I think it's having that consciousness as well is that they're your emotions. They're going to happen. That's being a human. That's a human experience is having those emotions, having that awareness of, again, I can choose to be in this moment and then it's going to change. And how beautiful is that? And um, Imagine not being able to feel that. I can't can't imagine, but like imagine not having those. I think like it's easier to to understand if you say, imagine not having your senses. Imagine not being able to see, not being able to hear, but then emotions. But for so long, I was numb. I was truly numb. I was what they call like, you know, um, it's like hyper aroused and hypoaroused. aroused. Um, and I was in the bottom rank, which is numbness. And I just sat in numbness. I didn't understand feelings. I didn't understand my emotions. And I, I would love to support people in that space. That's a block. That's a limitation you have on yourself, you know? Um, And I think Ben Kelly talks about this a lot. How beautiful is it that we are humans and we get to feel both and we get to feel everything. And the more you allow yourself, and this hit a chord with me the first time I heard it and I just cried. How beautiful is it to feel sadness, right? 
and then truly feel it, lean into it, have a cry for five minutes. Because the more sadness you allow yourself to feel when you feel happiness, man, that's even higher. Mm-hmm. But if you're if you're vibrating at that lower, and you could, if you, I talk with my hands a lot, guys, um, if you're vibrating at that lower level and your sadness is just a little bit, so is your happiness. Bring both up, man, you're laughing. Let's do this. Let's play. Yeah. Amazing. What advice would you give your 16-year-old self? <laughs> Girl, it's about to get really tough. (laughs) Girl, go get a tattoo of a wave. (laughs) Do it now, babe. Um, Honestly, I think I'd hug her and I'd say, you're beautiful and you're going to get through this. Mm -hmm. We're going to do this. I've got you. We're going to do it. And it's going to get dark. And you think it's bad now, girl? (laughs) The next few years are going to be the worst years of your life. And I truly believe my life will... it'll, It'll be different, different... Um, trauma experiences, bad experiences will happen to me, but there is nothing that can compare to that few years of my life. Um, and I would, I would literally just give myself a hug and let's do this. Let, you're going to be okay. The darkness is okay. This, what is happening to you right now? You're going to, it's going to take years and I'm talking like 10 years, um, but it's going to be a gift because you're going to show other people how to get out of this I truly believe now I was given all of that to show people and say I have been there too I was I am okay mm-hmm. and we can get through this and that's what I would tell her I give her a massive hug <laughs> <laughs> how do you think people can can become more fulfilled in life and get to the point of that being aligned accepting being in flow daily work the work is daily. Um, spending the money on healing, you know, not because I'm a healer, on yeah. any healer. <laughs> Guys, that's plus. There's, uh, that, there's actually a summer special coming up. Really, <laughs> really smooth, guys. Um, no. <laughs> um, on, on personal development courses, on um, professional help, you know, on everything, on good food. Um, that's where it... Um, that's where it begins. I think start doing that work every day. It is deep, but do the work. Sit in your silence every day. You know, I didn't... People look and they're like, oh, you're so happy and excited. I'm like, yeah, I know, but this is work yeah. every day. Um, you, and, and when people do say, oh, that sounds like hard work, imagine... It's like it's harder to not be this. And I know what people say that all the time, but it's true. The other side is bloody beautiful um so i think that it would be uh, yeah mostly to to reach out and, and see your greater community and go to these uh, events but get the whatever resonates with you it doesn't need to be the same it might be a coach it might be a healer it might be a better group of friends <laughs> whatever it is for you and trial and error i did a lot of trial and error and then have a daily practice you go to and then ask yourself you know what is truth to me what does if i could do anything without limitations this was a really great question i asked myself powerful questions my gosh if i could do anything without limitations what would i do and just let yourself think it feel it be in it see what comes up for you and it doesn't all need to happen tomorrow, guys. Just pick somewhere to start and go with it and pick someone to work through that with you. Yeah. Amazing as well. I love that. I've taken a little, taken a little note <laughs> on that. It's such a good question. <laughs> what, what's a big problem that you think needs to be talked about more in society? Gosh, everything? 
<laughs> How long do we have, guys? Yeah. Um, no, a few, a few main things I, I, that come to mind are self-healing. So, mm-hmm. I obviously come from a space where I've done a lot of research on self-healing. I've also lived a self-healing journey. But I'm also talking about physical pain. You know, I, I don't take any... Um, Obviously, I understand the bigger picture and bigger illnesses and I'm still learning and doing research and I will preface that this with that. Um, I don't take any um, like medication if I have a sore something um, and it's actually looking deeper into it. And I, I, I wish we were shown these things, you know, you... You have a headache, okay, that means this. Your throat's sore, okay, where am I not speaking up in my life? Your shoulder's sore, what am I carrying that is not mine? These questions, t- it, it goes really, really deep, you know. My stomach is sore, okay, what What am I not, um, what gut instinct am I not following here? Mm. Everything you do, feel, nothing is an accident. Everything is on purpose. I also wish we would talk about how in control we are of our own lives. We control everything. We control how we look. We control what comes up. We control how we see things. We control who we meet. I mean, I, I'm i of belief, obviously, in the depends what stream you follow, um, that yes, everything is, you know, in a sense, our faith is set out for us and da-da-da-da, but we are so in control. Who do we need to forgive? You know, what is the process of forgiveness? Um, and to spend more time digging deep, really, really deep. And that process of forgiveness actually has been a really huge one for me. But this is stuff we're not shown how to be emotionally aware. My God. Gosh, there is just so much. And I think we're getting there, I do, but there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. I think it's our our job in our space, um, these this gen, to nurture the gen that we are procreating one day, um, to really be the game changers. We are facilitators of game change, us guys, but those kids that are coming into the world now, they are the game changers. Let's work with them. Throw out your TVs, guys. Let's get real and what let's let's get back to basics. Let's talk. Throw out your TV and plant a veggie patch. <laughs> Woo, that's, that's, that's my life, guys. <laughs> if this was the last time you've seen me and I asked you to teach me something tangible that I can use in my life every day to improve my life, what would you teach me? Everything. <laughs> Everything I know. Um, the last time I saw you, something tangible, I think the process of forgiveness. Oh gosh, I would. There is. Walk me through it. Let's go. Yeah, okay, let's go. There's so much I want to teach rap, people. Little a little rap, rap of little forgiveness. Rap, yeah. All right. So, um, the uh, beautiful um, Joel Brown taught me this one. Let's, let's, I'll try and see if I can do it a bit of justice. Big fan. <laughs> Shut up. No. Yeah, <laughs> Love you, better be, you better be listening to this. Because <laughs> you get so, to me soon. <laughs> you're a legend. So, he, um, he and um, Emil Steenveld um, actually uh, pulled me aside at their last retreat. So, a little, a little backstory to help you through it. And I had um, something I needed to forgive that my dad had said to me when I was about 13 years old. And Emil pulled me aside. He's like, what's up with you? I couldn't stop crying. And he said, this is okay. You're safe to feel this. But what is this? And I said, it's this thing. Went into a bit of detail with him. And he said, great. You need to forgive him. And you need to forgive yourself. And I thought, how in the world do I do that? The first thing I said to him, I started to cry. And I said, Emil, I didn't do it. I was a kid. He did it. 
he said it. He hugged me first, which was really, really kind. And he said, I understand that, but true forgiveness is is forgiving yourself. And again, I said it and I still struggle with it. I'm like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. But forgiving yourself for what you carried, for what that person did, what they understood at that time of their life. And then how do you forgive yourself for carrying that story? He didn't mean what he said that to me that night, but the way I'd internalized it as a 13-year-old girl, I created it into this big story that's now a pattern in my life that apparently is the truth when it's not, and it's not what my dad meant that day. I can assure you, he was a bloody angel. So, okay, I thought, okay, cool. So, forgiveness. Here we go. Let's do it. And Emil said, write a letter. You know, write a letter to yourself. And I thought, that sounds terrible. But I did it. I actually wrote four letters to four different people um, in my life whom I needed to forgive, but mostly who I needed to give myself for. So, I I went home and I didn't want to do it. And they kept following up with me. Did you do it? No, 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 no. Busy, busy, busy. Avoidance. Not cool. Um, and then I, I wrote this letter. So essentially, in a nutshell, if you, if anyone would like to f- write a forgiveness letter to someone in their lives, it's to let go of a pattern. And on a cellular level, if you research this, on a cellular level, it rewires the chemicals in your brain to release that pattern when you truly forgive the person, but more so forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm talking like deeply, it changes things and patterns. And these are thoughts that I no longer think. And I'm like, wow that worked but you don't know what you're gonna write (laughs) that's the thing you truly don't um so just start writing write it as a story I think so write out the night write out what you felt what you experienced and go from there and then start releasing what you need to forgive I visualized uh giving it back yeah so giving all those things back to that person give back their depression give back their negative self-talk really visualize that read it aloud to someone you love and trust and then burn that i love that and keep yeah keep writing them till you're done as well yeah it's such a powerful thing to teach someone we could go so deep on that but we're wrapping up (laughs) (laughs) uh what's most meaningful to you in life right now Everything, um, <laughs> everything. I'm so grateful. I, um, my friends, my family, um, my home, my new business venture, um, travel, the people I meet. Um, I guess more than anything, sharing this journey of healing and uh, sharing through my business, sharing what I can contribute to others and contributing to them daily. And when they walk out of that room and they hug me and they say, I feel lighter, I feel a sense of clarity. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what life's about. Love that. What impact do you want to have on people and the community and the world? I think I'm just stepping into what truly it is, but more than anything, it's light bearing. It's it's people walking away from me and feeling that sense of hope and love and lightness towards the world and purpose um, and sharing that on a really large scale because why not? Why can't we share things on a really large scale? Why can't we touch lots of people? why not and and let's all do it together let's lift each other up something you hear on this teach a friend and teach another friend and 
let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I. That's truly what I. I, I want to give people and releasing those limitations and blockages and going deeper again and releasing the next set of limitation and blockages. That was an actionable step too. If this aligns with you or someone that you know, tag them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm really good at this sales thing, guys. Tag, subscribe and leave a review. Um, (laughs) But truly, share it with people. This is going to benefit them as much as it's benefited you. Last question. What does it mean to be conscious? I think it means for me and for most people being here and now. When I am not fully feeling uh, this this morning, I um, I walked out my front door in a quick little nutshell, and my car was not there. My car was at my friend's house, and I totally forgot it. It was great, and I thought I was so angry at myself, and I thought I am. He- I looked up at the sky, and I said to myself, "I am here and now. It is okay." Um, I made an unconscious decision by forgetting about my car, but how can I step into? What am I learning here? And always asking. That's I think that's consciousness too. Let's ask more powerful questions. What am I learning from this? How can I benefit from this? Who can I share this with? What is happening to me truly right now? That allows another level of consciousness to open up in our mind, to visit parts of our mind we are taught not to visit. Let's visit them, guys. Ask the questions. Ask powerful questions to yourself. You have the answer. You've got this. Love that. And where can people see more of your stuff and follow you and keep in the loop about everything? Well, well, well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're still interested in what I'm doing, I love you. um, (laughs) So at the moment, it's just through my Instagram page. So it is Adriana, A-D-R-I-A-N-A loves that's why my name a lot um loves with an underscore at the end so adriana loves underscore uh it'll come up as you're typing it and that is where i'm pretty much sharing going to be sharing everything so uh i've just stepped into this so i would love for people to be there and then when there's more things i can keep letting people know and connect with me i love hearing from people um i love hearing what people are working on um but that would be the best place so Thank you from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And yes, I was going to mention that as well, is that uh, that'll be in the show notes as well, your, your details, the links, so people can just, if you're, if you're on whatever platform you're on, if you just swipe up, or however you do it, to the info, there'll be a direct link to follow Adriana and see all the magic and amazing stuff that she's sharing and uh, yes, leave, contact us. We're going to answer our inboxes. Um, I think we always will. That's part yes. of what we do and who we are. So if something stood out to you, if this has added value, I know there's so much in this I'm going to re-listen to and write down because there's questions in here. There's nuggets of gold in this that I'm just like, yes, <laughs> I'm stealing it all. It's, it's my podcast. <laughs> and um, I can't wait to just share it with so many people that have just – it's come up in my mind. I've got like three people in mind that – I need to send this to as soon as I release it because there's just messages in here, experiences that are so similar that I think that would align with them. So from me, I want to say uh, thank you so much for joining me and spending time with me, taking time out of your day yesterday and today to meet me and to do this and share a conscious conversation. I want to acknowledge you for the beautiful human that you are, the amazing soul that you have and the light that you're bringing to other people through the work that you do. It's amazing and I can't wait to work together on so much more in the future and 
grow this friendship even more. Yes, and thank you. If anyone knows Carlo, he's just like energy abundance to be around. It is incredible. So thank you from the bottom of my little heart, my giant heart. <laughs> and, um, and I guess one thing to remind everyone, have fun with it. Don't take it so seriously. Mm-hmm. Work on it, but have fun. Have fun. Fun is the key. Woo. Awesome. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Again, reach out. Subscribe, review, share. Love you all. Heart is full. Take care, guys. Peace. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen in on our conversation. Hopefully, you got some insights and values to raise your awareness. If you like the podcast, please like, share on social media, and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. I would really appreciate it. You can also keep up to date on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Uh, both handles are at The Conscious Podcast and also my personal account, which is at Carlo underscore Cirillo. Until next time, take care and be nice.